The following podcast is a Boys in the Basement production. To find out more, visit us at www.boysinthebasementpodcast.com. Everybody, welcome to episode 62 of the Boys in the Basement podcast, coming to you from the subterranean wonderworld in the middle of Hampshire. What a wonderful show we have coming up for you today. I am Mr. Parton, I am one of your hosts today, and I'm fresh into this room from a hearty session at the gym. And speaking of other men who like to get hot and sweaty in rooms with other men, it is the one and only Mr. Swan. Hello, Mr. Parton, how are you? I'm amazing, how are you? Excellent. Yeah, I haven't been sweating with men this afternoon, but no, I am no. equally as fresh as you. Oh, you do look fresh today. That's Thank a very you. I've just come shirt. straight from work as well. Oh, no, you look good you're very dashing today in your turquoise shirt i like it got a lot of time for that little bit of chest hair over the top it's like the spirit of tom jones lives on (laughs) and speaking of spirits living on one man who lives off spirits one man who (laughs) would one day be a spirit if only he had a soul it's the one and only mr north good evening boys (laughs) how are you mr (laughs) north that sounded so camp no very good yeah i felt a bit jealous i hadn't been in a sweaty room no, you would never work up a sweat, mate. You've elevated yourself in life. You don't need to do manual labour anymore, do you? Like, we are going to be your hosts for this evening's show, as we always are. The three amigos, the one and only. And it's quite refreshing for this episode of Boys in the Basin, because we don't actually have a guest. And I can't think of the last show we didn't have a guest. Liam, we were talking about it before you came. We were like, we haven't had no guest in such a long time. No, it's weird, <laughs> yeah. isn't it? It is weird, but it's quite nice. And I like that you still made the effort with the buffet this evening, Mr. Swan. I think it's important to still make an effort. I presume the buffet wouldn't happen, because no, it was abso- just the three of us. Not. It's it's been scaled down slightly, as it's, you can see. Yeah, well, let's just talk our listeners through the buffet we have this evening. We have uh, we had Rocky Road, which is always a winner. Millionaire shortbread, absolute winner. Custard creams and a bowl of assorted pick and mix, which is really all you need from a night out. Isn't I it? thought it covered all the bases. Mm, it does. It's crunchy. It's soft. It's gooey. It's got marshmallow in it as well. And yeah. speaking of gooey, speaking of soft and sort of, you know, things that make you melt in the middle. Mr. North has got something very exciting to share with us all. Today, he has become a father. Yes, I have a new dog. I have a new dog. We went (laughs) to pick him up about three hours ago, and he's very happy. He's bouncing around home, digging into flower beds, playing with his new little toy, (laughs) sleeping in his bed, all the things dogs do. (laughs) You've pretty much covered all the bases. That's all dogs do. That's it. But now we are stuck on that repeat pattern for 14 years, I think. (laughs) Yeah, Amazing. If only our time with you was so short. Happy. He wasn't that interested in watching the Tour de France. He fell asleep. Did he? Yeah, a bit rude. So. How young is he? He's only young, though, isn't he? Yeah, he's he? only nine weeks old, so he hasn't yeah. experienced road biking yet. Has he had his vaccinations yet? Yeah, he's had round one. So oh, okay. Round two is next week. But yeah, um, yeah, we don't have to talk about his medical needs. We do. I yeah. think the listeners will be worried that Therefore, he needs yeah, to get him vaccinated yeah, yeah. properly. Therefore, he's had all the checks, hip scores. Said, yeah, had that done. Make sure he's I, not going to get know. hip dysplasia as he matures to an well, adult he dog. Look, he looked, he looked fine. He did. He looked <laughs> he, right. He had the eye. He, he has all <laughs> yeah. the legs. He has all the legs. All the eyes. A few teeth. <laughs> he, so I think he's good. But yeah, but he's seemed to have settled in very well. Thank you for asking. Yeah, no, I'm very glad. And how's Miss Rig finding being a yeah, mother? So she's already on babysitting duty. We've only reached hour four, and I've abandoned her to come here. So and yeah. drink beer. And it, well, I'm having one. It was forced down me. 
Okay, so <laughs> if anyone of no, so have you it, made a rule not to drink in front of the dog? You no, know, I just drink in the same format as a dog. I just have a bowl on the floor, <laughs> stuffed full of carling, <laughs> lapping it up. <laughs> now that does sound nice. It sounds like your life's really progressed. If that's the case, now what a show we've got lined up for you today. Sixty-two shows of this. Now we're getting, we are bordering on becoming professionals, and I like that. We've got some really good music coming up for you today. We've got music from Emily in the Woods. We've got music from the lovely Signals, and also from a lovely act called Blooms, who's from London, which is quite exciting. And we're also going to be doing a telephone interview with our guest who unfortunately we did have a guest lined up for tonight but they weren't able to make it for a reason that i frankly find absolutely hilarious so we will be talking to her on the phone uh, later on and what i'll do is because it, it is a bit of a bad reason but it's a reason that's also funny so when we phone her up we'll talk to her and we'll sort of gauge if she's found it funny or if she's serious and then basically we'll just sort of poke some fun at it in a soft and gentle way does that sound like a good plan well perhaps we should have found out how she feels about it before we poked fun no at mate i think <laughs> wait until you're on air everything on air is all good because it's all recorded yeah, so it okay, can't well, come we'll back to you on the bum, which is important. Uh, do we, should we play our first song of the show now? Yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah, what are you up for? A little bit of Signals? Yeah, yeah, oh, I like, we like Signals. Yeah, yeah, yeah we do them. like Signals, a very aesthetically pleasing band. I do like to look upon them when they make videos or a photo happens. So um, this is Signals. I had a new single come out. It's called Sleep Talk, and it's very, it's this sort of math rock thing going on. It's all very trendy. Mr. North might not understand it. Mr. Swan, I think you'll probably get it. I think it's got it's got a cracking beat, I'll tell Thank you that, you before we even start. <laughs> so uh, yeah, this song is called Sleep Talk, and it's from the band Signals. I'm working up your appetite You're not used to pushing so hard for what you want And I'm not afraid to tell you that I won't abide By your rules to smoke it out, sweat it out Shake it off and go without Because I'm getting used to not having you around
Signals, and that song was called Sleep Talk. And if you want to find out more about those guys, you can at uh, facebook.com slash signalsuk or even visit their proper website, which is signalsuk.bandcamp.com. So, what did we make of that experience? You boys over there across the table, you've not really heard math rock before. What did you make of it? No, and I still don't really know what math rock is, really. So it was a little bit random throughout the song. It changed its, its mind about what kind of song it was a few times. It, it went off in unexpected directions. I liked all the last bit where it got a bit... It sounded like there was the odd like organ being played or something, I don't know. But I would only give it a 5 out of 10, I'm afraid, if I'm having to commit. Okay, well, all I ever ask from you is commitment, Mr. North, and you've given it to me by the can load. Mr. Swan, what were your thoughts on that tune? Well, as you know, Liam, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm really getting into this sort of item of the show now. I do like reviewing the tunes. Um, I, I Actually, it, it did suit me. I thought it was quite haunting. I thought the piano section particularly was nice. It was just it was subtle, but it was underlying. Um, I thought that the change towards the end was, was interesting good use of like you say various different was it like a synth or something yeah, or, yeah. i'd probably give it a um a, a six i'd probably say okay no i like it you did also sort of the word ethereal slipped out of your mouth halfway through it didn't did it? it did indeed yes it did but i don't want to sort of sound too arrogant okay <laughs> no, i no. thought i'd say that next to mr north that'll never happen <laughs> <laughs> you're in a safe place um i would oh, i'd agree you guys have given very good reviews there now i like that song and on first listen i found it quite tough going but i kept watching the video because the lead singer is like really attractive so that was what I'd give her a 10 out of 10, but I would give the song um, because it is very different. But I think repeat listens reward you because all those little elements that you hear the first time, like, well, there's a lot going on actually on repeat listen. You, you think, yeah, actually, there's quite a lot to sink your teeth into. And it's quite rewarding the more you, the more you uh, listen to it. A bit like watching your favourite film over and over again, you spot different things. So I would give that song probably an eight because okay. it, it's got hidden depths. So, you know, each time you listen to it, I hear something new that I've not heard before. Like, oh, there's a little piano line there. So very clever, but maybe so clever that it maybe forgets to be musical. I don't know, but I think, I think I'll give it eight because of its cleverness. I'm Do you feeling... think they're over trying, trying to overcomplicate it slightly? Possibly, but I think they're pushing themselves, and that's what I like. Because well, yeah. the first EP, the Square Wheels EP, which we played before, was really good. It was very accessible, and obviously they're trying to progress their sound, which I quite like, and they're just finding their sound. So I like the fact they're pushing themselves. So Signals, you're doing well. Keep churning out stuff like that, and uh, listeners, make sure you check them out. And I think that was quite a good little review section there. Yeah. I, think, I feel quite proud of ourselves. We've done a good review. I'm, I'm happy with that. And I'm even more proud, because today I'm feeling properly like laid back and chilled out, because I'm in the middle of a holiday. Day. I've grown my beard, I've been just loafing around, and I think sometimes it affects my creativity a little bit, and I feel a bit sort of sanguine. So, so that's a week's growth, and there's another gr- week to come. Another week to go, mate. Going to be full-blown yeah, Socrates to, next week. Be Tom be, Hanks, who'll be, be cast yeah, away. Yeah. <laughs> Dear, yeah, speaking of world issues, uh, the reason you boys want to finish this show so sharpish tonight, quite, that was a bit of a tongue twister, mm. is, uh, well, let's tell the listeners, what are you really excited about tonight, you lads? We're you... going to go and cheer on Deutschland, Deutschland. Yeah, the Germans. <laughs> yes. Something that comes very naturally to Mr North. Yes. We're going to yeah. be supporting in the Germans in the World Cup final tonight. Mm. They're just so efficient. They can- yeah. <laughs> They've got lovely hair. It <laughs> yeah. comes around once every four years. I think it's an event that we should all sort of participate in, really. Yeah. yeah. One of the few nights of your life, North, where you can go out and chanting Go Germany and people <laughs> won't won't judge you harshly. Yeah. Well, I think they probably still would. No, particularly <laughs> against Argentina because no one likes Argentina, really. Mm. Do we have any listeners in Argentina? Not anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I take it you boys will be cheering on Germany then for World Cup glory. Absolutely, yes. Uh, any predictions on the scoreline? Oh. I, I said I on a sweepstake. I said I went one-one in ninety minutes, but I think the Germans will win in the end. I'm going to say Germany two-nil. Normal time. Ooh. Okay, well we'll listen back to the show and we'll see who was right. And whoever got it right has to pay. The other one has to pay him a quid. 
Okay. okay yeah, yeah, you're on. Yeah, 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 fine. Amazing, right? And I'm not involved in this at all. <laughs> uh, right, but things I am involved in is organising guests, and things I am involved in is, uh, you know, picking up the pieces when those guests aren't able to make it, which is what we're going to do now. So I've touched on the fact we were going to have a guest lined up today. It's a bit of a super fan of the show, but for various reasons she couldn't join us. So um, we're going to ring her instead and just see how she's getting on, see what's going on in her life. Are we going to say why she couldn't make it? Well, we'll ask her. Okay. We'll get a big reveal. Sounds I good. I appreciate it. Right, so here we go. I love this bit where the phone's ringing. It's always yeah, it's quite tense, isn't it? Yeah, because no one's ever picked up. Hello. 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 How are you? I'm okay, thank you. How are you? I am living the radio dream. You sound quite chipper. Say that again. You sound quite chipper. This means upbeat, yeah, I'm, cheerful. I'm, I'm, I'm chipper. I'm chipper. Yeah, it's been a good day. It's been a good day. Well, that's good. Uh, right now, firstly, uh, do you want to introduce who you are to our listeners? Because I have no idea who you are whatsoever. Right. Okay. Uh, my name is Amelia Dalquist. Okay. I live in Exeter. I'm a part-time model. I love yoga. Um, I'm half Welsh, half Swedish. And on Monday, I got hit by a bus. <laughs> Excellent. Wow. Yes. So now we've already spoke. We've already talked on the show that you were meant to be a guest tonight, and the reason you're not here is because, as you've just revealed, you got hit by a bus. Um, what was it yeah. like to get hit by a bus? And was it nice? Well, it wasn't nice. I'll tell you that. Um, <laughs> It was terrifying. The bus driver just drove off as if he hadn't even realised that I was lying on the side of the road in a mess. Okay. Um, yeah, it was It was one of those experiences that you're always going to tell your parents and, like, your, not your parents, like, your grandkids about and be like, you've always got to wear a helmet. But, what? When yeah, you're just walking was... around? Were you on a bike? <laughs> <laughs> my my gonna... bike's in a... Yeah, I was on a bike and my bike is now um, bent in half in a skip. So. Oh, so it's a unicycle then? <laughs> It would probably would have been more entertaining if it was a unicycle, but no, it was a fully fledged bike, and I was a fully fledged human for a bit, and then I was flying, and then I was a big mess. Okay, wow, that's what a story. I mean, what I would say is, if ever you are worrying about coming on to Boys in the Basement, you want to get out of your guest slot, throwing yourself under a bus. You don't need to do that. You could have just, if it was going to be that arduous for you to get here, you could have just like turned us down. I, I try and jump in front of a bus every day on the way here. That's like Mr. North. Sunday. You can hear there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, just to, to try, just to try and get out of it. Yeah, yeah Amelia, because obviously you're talking to Mr. Parton mostly here because I hold everything together. I'm probably your favourite host. I won't put words in your mouth or anything else for that matter. But sat opposite me, I have my. Two to other hosts, Mr. North and Mr. Swan. Say hello Hi. to them. Hello, Mia. Hello, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too. It's a shame you can't be here. Yeah, I'm, I am sorry. I had, I literally had full intentions of coming, and then you know, stagecoach kind of got in the way. But yeah. I, mean, <laughs> I would have been there. Do you, do you have real injuries or just bruising? Yeah, yeah, I fractured my wrist. Oh um, no! Oh, bad. And um, I bruised my ribs, and I nearly broke my foot as well. But other than that, I'm fine. Other than that, okay, Lucky that's escape. good. Lucky escape. So have you got actual <laughs> bandages and stuff on? Yeah, yeah, my hands in plaster. Uh, my knee is wrapped up. Uh, bruises everywhere. Can't really breathe properly. So I figure like a two and a half hour drive down to Southampton probably would have killed me. So. Well, that yeah. would have been yeah. the good bit. Then you would have got here. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been real torture. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah cause we, we had, in all fairness. We had custard yeah, creams and everything. Yeah, I'm on the cake. Yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah you, you are. are. You are. Yeah. There's, there's, there's millionaire shortbread and uh, Rocky Road. Rocky Road custard creams. Even it, like <laughs> the boat has been pushed. Out. <laughs> oh, so Amelia, no, I'm missing out. I was promised. So Amelia, so it, obviously, what? Why? Why were you going to be on the show? What was it you were coming here to talk about? And I ask you that genuinely because I've kind of forgotten why, why we arranged to have you on the show. <laughs> well, if you'd come here, why were you going to come here to see us? Well, as you painted me on your last show, um, I'm apparently a super fan. Yes, so... apparently. <laughs> 
You normally need to self-confess to be a super fan. You can't have that label just... Yeah, we appoint you as a super fan. Yeah, you have been indicted into the hall of um, super fans. Um, How did you find out about the show then? Um, I I really can't remember. I remember it was like a good... Like a couple of months ago, and I think I was on Twitter, and somebody liked one of your tweets or something, and I was like, "Oh, I'll check this out." This sounds. I'm not going to lie; I thought it was a porno because boys <laughs> in the waiting room. What? So you're checking out? Like, oh. You're checking out this male male or male porno, were you? Well, obviously, you know, a girl's got needs. But, um, <laughs> Imagine yeah, your surprise. And I started listening, and yeah, you know, I, I was hooked. As I say. So, 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 do you think it's quite good what we do then? Yeah, I do. I, I, I think it's really. I admire that you kind of all got like normal lives and normal jobs and that you still find time to make a radio show and a podcast. I think that's great. Sometimes to find that time takes quite a lot of negotiation. Because <laughs> <laughs> Liam, Liam always has us in his diary um, for six months in advance. Yes. Saying, we've got to say red or green, whether we're there or not. And you've got to commit a long way out, which is always quite worrying. Mm. But yeah, we, we, do, oh, we, we do actually have relatively normal lives outside this damp basement. Sorry, sorry you have to hear Mr North whittering on there irrelevantly he's just a cry for help he just takes every opportunity to tell everyone what a miserable existence he has of us he's nice because uh, aren't you interested in starting your own podcast Mia? Um, I am yeah um, a couple of years ago some friends and I decided to do a um, hospital radio for the local hospital um, and that kind of just was a big flop so um, we decided to like, do a podcast but we're all kind of into Game of Thrones and kind of nerdy things like that and we were going to do a sort of podcast around I don't know like fandoms and stuff for teenagers okay. but that kind of fell through because we're all going our separate ways now unfortunately but yeah eventually I think that'd be, I'd really like to get into radio Excellent. Well, my advice to you is try and avoid buses because <laughs> they will they will be detrimental to radio unless it's hospital radio in which case did you have to visit a hospital? <laughs> did I what, sorry? Did you have to go to hospital on accounts of your injuries or did you just bandage them up yourself? Yeah, yeah, I, I did and um, the woman in the car behind literally pulled over pulled my crying, screaming self into a car, um, drove me to A&E and sat with me. So she was like a good Samaritan. I don't even know who she is, but, you know, she, she put up with me like, okay. being a bit of a bit of a git in her car, to be honest. Well, I think there's um, no greater yeah. way to thank someone than to mention them on Boys in the Basement. That is all the glory she could <laughs> yeah. ever want. It's better than an MBE. Well, yeah. <laughs> if anyone knows who she is, please let me know so I can buy her a big bunch of flowers. She might be listening. She could be listening. I hope she is. Well, she should be, because if she's not, she's missing out. Yeah. Hey, okay. Awesome. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Amazing. And what's this about your modelling? You said uh, they do a bit of modelling. What's that involved then? I do, I do. Well, since I was 16, um, every so often I get myself involved in like shoots for. Um, am I allowed to mention brands? Is that allowed? Yeah, do it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, M&Co. The, other other uh, brands are available. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I did a shoot for them. Um, I was featured in Italian Vogue. Last year, Other time. types of Vogue are available. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, I do shoots for just publicity for different events and um, like clothing chains in and around Exeter, vintage things as well. Um, and if friends, uh, uh, I have a friend who does has a photography business, and I did work for her as well. So yeah, no, I'm you know just a bit a bit vain really. I just like being in front of the camera. Well, well, I'm thinking about it. How how are you half Welsh and half um, half Swedish? How did that come about? Because that's quite a hybrid. I can imagine. Because <laughs> that, that either makes you a mongrel, a mutant, or a hybrid. Whoa, hang on a minute. Back well, it up, back I, think, up. I think hybrid, probably more than mongrel, thank you. Like a Prius. Um, <laughs> no, 
my mother is Welsh and my father is Swedish. Okay, well, that answers that one. What answer were you expecting there? <laughs> I don't know, it sounds quite interesting. Because yeah, yeah. uh, the Welsh don't really travel far out of their little nation, do they? So how did uh, the um, Welsh one meet the Swedish? Me? Well, I'm just thinking of Mr. Swan. Well, no, well, you're, you're case in point, Amirka. You've just crossed a bit of water and turned up in Exeter. <laughs> well, one of them did. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. So, um, it was in a pub in Cardiff. My dad was over from Sweden, and he um, met my mother in the pub, and she was a barmaid, and, you know, it was love at first sight, as they say. And obviously there was a bit of a language barrier, but they got round it, and then they had me. So. Wow, what a, what yeah. a beautiful conclusion that was. Very yeah. similar for my parents. Because, <laughs> yeah. of course, Mr. Swan, our um, resident Lionheart, he is... Um, are you, would you say you're fully Welsh, Mr. Swan? Or I'm, half h- I'm half Welsh. Half Welsh. What's your other half? English. Oh, OK. Not as exotic as Swedish. <laughs> whoa, 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 whoa. You all right? Is that whoa. Another, another bus just got you? <laughs> what was that noise? That, that was my inherent disagreement with Welsh people breeding with the English. It's, oh, like, diluting. Okay. Hey, it's blame, my, blame my parents. Your, your accent's very English, though. Yeah, you sound pretty. Yeah, English. I've 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 lived in um, I've lived in Exeter for too long. Uh, okay. Otherwise, I would have still had my accent. Amazing. Well, it's been lovely to chat to you, uh, Amelia. Probably should let you go yeah, and carry on with your life. No, that's right. Well, you know, I like to check up on our fans, make sure they're all right, and that you know you're recovering and you're in good order. I'm glad you can laugh <laughs> at it because we've mostly been yeah. laughing about you getting hit by a bus as well. So I'm glad that you've um, taken it in good grace because these things happen, don't they? But you're alive. You're going to pull through. That's... I am alive. Yeah, I'm sorry to let you down about not being able to come down. That's well, right. Just come another time. We'll we'll show you how professional radio is done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'd like that. I also want cake because I was promised cake. Yeah, well, there would have been cake if you'd been here. Yeah. Just... Oh, all right, all right, sorry. All right, we'll make cake well, for next time. Consider that apology has been well and truly accepted. Uh, yeah, before you go, Mia, I'm going to give you an honour. You get to pick the next song we're going to play in the show. You get to choose between oh, okay. Emily in the Woods or an act called Bloom. So what would you like us to play next? Um, The first one. Emily in the Woods? Yeah, yeah, because my name sounds like Emily and I'm actually stood by some trees. Oh, well, there we go. It was meant to be. What a moment this has been. Well, yeah, thank you ever so much. Uh, and for our listeners' oh, benefit, um, this, is, uh, this song is called Tell You and it's by Emily in the Woods. And uh, have a listen to this. And when we come back, we're going to let you know what we think about it. Thank you very much and uh, enjoy this.
Tell you, and that was from Emily in the Woods, and you'll find that on her EP called Then We Collide. And she's a London based sort of uh, singerist, and uh, you can find out more about her at facebook.com slash Emily and the Woods. And she's a nice, nice looking girl. She looks like the sort of woman that I'll probably end up marrying. She looks very sort of <laughs> homely, intelligent, sort of nice charm about her. I think that's what I'm looking for in a woman. Um, that's what I'm looking for in a woman. And what were we looking for in a song? Our reviews will come as follows from Mr. Swan. What did you think of that song? I really enjoyed that, actually. It, it had a, it, unfortunately, it did have a haunting quality to it it was a nice sort of i felt there was like a permanent echo on the track which i enjoyed though um i thought it was sort of haunting funk i'd call it because it was quite a funky tune i enjoyed it i'm gonna give that uh an eight actually oh wow um i would only give that song a six i think because i found it a little bit too placid it had a very it had a very solid beat but that beat was so solid that it almost became plodding and um it didn't really inspire me with energy and it wasn't quite haunting enough to be ethereal that's one of the reasons i would give it a six i'm a bit worried about the quality of these reviews why are you worried because actually i was at the right level when we were describing it with two words so now i'm getting a little bit like <laughs> yeah me and me and swan have jumped on and you you're being left on, behind yeah, you're like yeah. the lame wildebeest there were bits of that there were bits of that song i really enjoyed but overall i don't think it pulled together into one song that um i will choose to listen to again and again so i'm going to go about halfway i think i'm going to go six yeah. <laughs> so what did that song score as a total then? 20. So it scored 20. He's what did the first the song get? 19. Really? Oh, so oh. that's currently in the lead then. Emily in the Woods is in with a shout. Yeah. Shout of being record of the fortnight and also a shout of being my wife if she's up for that. Emily, if you are up for that, do let me know. It'll be nice to marry you. Uh, right, what things we've got to talk about now? Something very important going on that's going to affect everyone. Uh, tomorrow is a very special day for the French, isn't it? Vive la France. Yeah, what day is it? Bastille Day. Now, because it's Bastille Day, we've decided to get a French person on the show to talk to us. So, um, come on, take a seat. Come up on the microphone. We have our resident French contingent Whey! here. Hey! So, obviously, Bastille Day is a big deal for the French, and uh, I don't know anything about this day. I thought Bastille was simply a musical pop act. So, um, hello, uh, Mathilde. Bonsoir. How are you? Uh, yeah, I'm well. So, talk to us about Bastille Day, then. What's it all about? What um, does it mean to you? So, it's about the French Revolution and um, how we chopped the head off our king and queen, really. Right. Why did that happen? Um, well, on the 14th of July, um, 1789. Yeah, that's when it happened. Why did it happen? Why? Yeah. Because Marie Antoinette ate a lot of cake. Well, not just that. <laughs> but she ate a lot of cake. What a crime. Yeah. And that's, that was a crime in pre-revolutionary France. Well, um, where France was incredibly poor and she was eating away the whole country's money. Yeah, probably. Right. So that's what... So but it's I... not just that. I mean, yeah, it was just general fed-upness. Fed-upness, okay. Of, um... Have they ever recovered from this mode? <laughs> for eating a lot of cake and yeah and being fed up they eat a lot of patisserie go on strike a lot yeah, it's a good, it's have a low good economic output and we'll add France to the list of Argentina the countries that we've annoyed in this show yeah <laughs> brilliant so, so talk so then Bastille Day what is Bastille Day actually celebrating oh so it's celebrating um, the French Revolution so that's the day that um, King and Quinn were beheaded so it's celebrating the day well, that actually, the re- so is that when the revolution began or when it ended 
It's the storming of the Bastille. That's what it's the called. The Bastille, Bastille was a prison. Right. Yes. And uh, um, um, I believe it's the day that they broke into the prison and let people loose um, so the revolution could be sort of started and right. um, we could go and kill people. Okay. Like all of the bourgeoisie. Okay, because I don't really know that much about the revolution in France. It's something that's always but, passed mean, me by. Nowadays, really, what it's about is a lot of French people getting really pissed and watching fireworks. Oh, brilliant. <laughs> that's my understanding of it. How will you be celebrating Bastille Day, Mathilde? Um, well, unfortunately, tomorrow I have to go to work. So um, I'd be celebrating it in the NHS, which is... Um, yeah, a bit of an irony, a really. Fine institution. It's a fine, so, yeah, fine British institution. That is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but if I was back home, um, well, it's a national day, so no one works. So I'd probably be at home with my parents in the sunshine, drinking loads of rosé, really. Okay. Isn't that what most French people do yeah. every day? They get up, work for about two hours, and have a long break for about three hours, and yeah. then go back for another couple of hours, and that's it, then, isn't it? That's a day of work in France. I'm not criticising it. Exactly. That sounds ideal. That's, right. that's hard yeah. work, really. Sounds Four ideal. Because I found it baffling when I went to France and I couldn't just nip to the shop on a Sunday to buy something. Cool, that's out of the question, isn't it? I know. Nothing's open on a Sunday and everything shuts at lunchtime for about four hours. Yeah. But I think I could, I could adapt Jeez. to that pace. Yeah, I think the Sunday thing's nice. Like, in Jersey they did that. There's nothing open on a Sunday. And then everyone goes out, has a nice time. Mm. You've got, always got a day when you can do stuff with everybody. Yeah, no, it's lovely. I think France gets some stuff right. Is that because they had a revolution? Is that why they were allowed to shut on Sundays? We're not starting um, a revolution no, from not here. Not That's... It's a religious reason, okay. obviously. Okay, well, it was religious here until we decided, well, let's just screw that. <laughs> we yeah. wouldn't bother. We yeah. So do we need a revolution? I, d- I don't think this is the right place to start it. I think like, this is the excellent place actually, to start revolution, it. Revolutions normally start in the underground. You don't, like, not the, the train. We are underground. But you don't, <laughs> you don't literally start it on a microphone. Yes. <laughs> I can, I can get yeah. on my soapbox, yeah. I can do a call to arms. I'm going to start a revolution so we can have Sundays what, off. What are you revolting about? Just that one issue? Yeah, I just think it'd be nice if shops shut on, shut on Sundays and we had five-hour lunch Surely breaks. a petition would be more suitable. No, Does because that's, really that's the British way. The reason that the French get British. stuff done is like, they go to like extend opening hours and they burn cars, they like yeah. strike, they like throw firebombs. Like, cool, there's something really major going over there. And, like, I think we should genuinely firebomb no, I, stuff. I, I don't but you're not very good at it. Uh, what, firebombs? No, you're not very good at striking and all that sort of stuff. Even when you do it, you still don't get where you want to get to with don't, it. Yeah. Hold on, this is ironic as well. This is someone from the NHS telling well, us okay. that we, <laughs> well, that was we there an NHS strike. strike this week <laughs> that was really badly supported and poorly organised? Yeah, that's because we're all too busy sorting ill people out. But they're ill because they have to work on a Sunday. And that is why, <laughs> if we made everyone have Sundays off, the NHS would be not as overstretched. The, even the NHS can have Sundays off. <laughs> no sure illness on a Sunday. Like, if you're ill, he just rolls over into Monday. It's be a no good for me if she's hit by a bus. And we say, well, we've, we've given the day off. Yeah, but no one will be out on a Sunday and there won't be any bus drivers working on Sunday to be okay, hitting so there's people. There's literally nothing. Nothing. The world stops. No one's allowed out. That's right. <laughs> so we've gone from freedom to quarantine. No, because people would be forced to spend time with their families. That's oh, no, but that, that's never a good thing, is it? No. In hey. principle, it is a good thing, but then when we actually do it, it's like, this is this is dragging. You're going to see your family in about half an yeah, hour. You, yeah, were yeah. Like, you were like, oh, I've got to wrap up this show quick because I've got dinner with a mum. Yes. So, Free food. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. On a Sunday. Just imagine the whole day, Sunday. Brilliant. Love it. Right, and speaking of um, loving Sundays, um, I've got one more song coming up for you. Awesome. Would you like to hear it? Love to. Good, because I was going to play it whether you did want to or not, really. So this is from a lady called Blooms, and she's London-based, but Irish-born. Mm. We are so continental. Mm. Yeah, and it was emailed to me by a Swedish lady called Liv Slania from Mystic Sons. Hello, Liv. Um, Hello, Liv. Keep on living the dream. Oh, Liv, is that the um, our good friends of Mountain Birds? 
agent. Yeah, something like that, North. Yeah, glad. You I'm so, that I'm so, so good at, You stumbled so through that. Just I didn't that. notice the altering and faltering. You were really good. So, um, yeah, Bloom is, and yeah, I've already told you, she's Irish, lives in London, singer-songwriter. Her real name is Louise Cun... Cun- it's, it, I shouldn't try and pronounce that word. It's too close. Could go badly wrong. But she's, uh, apparently she's good. Um, I haven't actually listened to this song yet. So this is going to be the first time for me. But it's called If I. And uh, if I may, I'm going to uh, share the song with you now. So, I, think, I think I'm going to like this one. I think you might. I think you might, Mr. North. So yeah, here we go. This is Blooms. If I from Blooms, and that was a bit lovely and a bit different. Um, I suppose I should kick off the review of that one, shouldn't I? There was a certain fragility to the vocals, and I think it was very, um, 
it was contrasted very well with the sort of the, the richness and the thickness and the solidness of the electro beat. And I think it made something a little bit mesmerising because I just found myself sort of drifting off a bit hypnotised by it. So I'd give that song, I think, seven. But I think if I listen to it again, it might either go up or down. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. Because actually, I think the end has it was a really long outro wasn't it, it yeah went on and on and actually i thought i haven't worked out if i really liked that or whether if i was sitting in the car i'd get quite bored by that end bit but it could be fantastic <laughs> but, yeah, uh, six uh no actually i'm gonna give that seven as well seven yeah. oh okay so 14 so far Mr. Swan, what are your final thoughts on it well i thought that was a very interesting piece actually Liam. it was uh, quite emotive actually i felt like i was almost transported to another another world it was quite a sort of uh I could imagine almost a scene where that song was playing. I thought I could hear like rain in the background. I don't know if that was or a certain sort of effect that made me think of that anyway. So it stirred thoughts and stirred emotions. Did it it make you want to go to the loo? (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I thought it was very interesting, quite different, quite quirky. Um, I'll give it a seven. So what's that one got overall then? 21. So is that our record of the fortnight? our record of the fortnight. Wow. The, the dark horse just jumped in there. Lucky the there wasn't another draw because we would have had to give it to the wide eyes. Again. Yeah, I think yeah. the wide eyes really enjoyed being record of the fortnight last week. Um, yeah, so actually there we go. Blooms has taken record of the fortnight. Well done, Blooms. Uh, we might try and get her on the show. I think she looks like she could be quite nice in the flesh. So I'll give Liv an email and see if we can get her on for a live <laughs> session. That'd be superb. So well done, and thank you to all our other acts as well. Who just because you didn't win record of the fortnight doesn't mean you aren't bloody good as well. Uh, well, actually, I need to keep my tablet because it is time for. The news! The news! This is the news. 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 It's the news! Yes, here we go. So holding in my hands right now, I have the tablet of news. And on this tablet of news, I have browsed the world of media and I have found three headlines to bring to the basement. That's one, two, three, Mr. North. I hope you're keeping up. So what we do now is I read out the headlines and we decide in the room which headline we want to explore a little bit further. Everyone got it? Got it. I've got it. Number one. Number one, yeah. First headline. Mayor flings dog poo onto neighbour's garden. Next headline. Number two. Giant mutant catfish found near Chernobyl. Number three. Police officer shoots a tortoise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the last one. I think the tortoise. Okay, well, cool. We decided that, Rick. We're going to go for police officer shoots a tortoise. Yeah, because I, as long it, as it's I, not think, China. I think it's in China. <laughs> uh, I don't know, actually. I haven't checked. But here we go, Mr. Swan. Mr. Swan has now got the tablet of news and will share the story with you. What a hideous photo. Well, it's a tortoise, isn't it? They're not I know, but it looks beauty. in pain. Okay, here we go. Police officer shoots tortoise. A Ugandan police officer has reportedly shot a tortoise dead after being attacked by the aggressive creature. The incident happened in the Nebi district in the north of the country near the Congolese border, reports the BBC. Charles Onegu told the New Vision newspaper that the animal entered his home and attacked him while he was enjoying a post-work cup of tea. (laughs) We've all been there. I tried to scare it, but the tortoise became very aggressive. I took a stick to chase it, but it instead became more violent, he said. After attempting to fend off the tortoise with a plastic chair, he said he instinctively drew his firearm and shot it dead. A local Christian group later prayed for Anegu before burning the dead reptile to ashes. Nevi District Police Commander Onesmus Mwesigi said, <laughs> said that his officer... That's a pasta dish, isn't it? Said that, <laughs> 
said that his officer's extreme reaction to the attack may have been down to local superstitions. After consulting local elders and colleagues, Mesawasigwa uh, <laughs> appealed for calm from residents and police officers, maintaining that lives are not in danger as they may have assumed. So, the message I think we should be getting out there is that these tortoises, yes, okay, you're safe if yes. you're in Uganda. Well, yeah. from tortoises. Killer at least. tortoises are on the rampage. I, I mean, I, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but tortoises don't move that quickly, do they? No. How, how long has it taken for him to make its way into his house? And then it sounds like he's chasing him around the sofa in a yes. Benny, Benny Hill style. <laughs> so, so, like, running about after him. Yeah. I, I, I'm not sure. I'm sure he could have found another way. Okay, so we, what we want to do to listeners, because you might now be sat at home, you might be worried, you might be thinking, oh, my God, what do I do if I'm attacked by a tortoise? All you've got to do is just walk off slowly, and you'll probably outrun it, yeah. won't you? And if you have a pet tortoise, I don't think it's suddenly going to sort of turn bad. Yeah, and don't shoot it. Yeah, d- yeah, ideally. Yeah, I can't. Oh, shooting a tortoise. I, obviously, the shells aren't that strong then. But who knew? Not yeah, bulletproof. Knew? Eh? Yeah, go. Not yeah. bullet. Bulletproof tortoises <laughs> are not. There we go. Brilliant. So that was the news story, and that pretty much draws us towards the end of the show. Thank you, Mister North. He's passing me the tablet of news. Have you had a little it's, read of the news? I, did, there I, read, I read another story. It was quite good. Oh, okay. Brilliant. <laughs> Which one did you read? I read about a d- uh, fake detective who pulled over an. Uh, a normal car, only to find that that was an unmarked car of a real detective. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. So you got arrested. Shucks. Yeah. yeah, very, very bad that. But no, it's been a very good show. I would like to say a very big thank you to our, well, artists we featured tonight. So Blooms, um, Emily in the Woods, and also Signals. You've all been delightful to listen to, and well done. Keep doing what you're doing, and we hope to have you all on the show in the future. It would be quite nice, I do think. I also want to say thank you to um, Amelia, who, uh, despite getting hit by a bus, still was a good sport, still had to chat, and revealed herself to be amusing and entertaining. Mr. North, you're about to say something. No, I was about to just say, remember Amelia. So I did a phone action at you. Yeah, you're very cool. Very 80s, that was. Yeah, the old Wolf of Wall Street (laughs) over there. Very good. Uh, It's been a wonderful show. And I want to say thank you for Mathilde for her excellent feature on Bastille Day. Give a little round of applause there. Vive la France. Yeah, no, no, it was absolutely superb. And I also want to say thank you to Mr. Swan for being, as ever, lovely, wonderful and warm company and providing an excellent buffet. Any final thoughts from you, Mr. Swan? I, I've really enjoyed this evening, actually, Liam. It's nice just to sort of get back to basics, what we, what, you know, mm. how we started, our roots. Yeah. And I, I wish uh, Emilio a speedy recovery. Yes, I think we all do. Mr. North, any final thoughts from you? I wish Emilio a speedy recovery. Excellent, brilliant. No, and I'd like to say, yeah, have a speedy recovery. Um, and <laughs> Any also, thoughts of your own? <laughs> yeah, just, just, yeah, be speedy and recover well. Um, if you want to find out more about the show, it's www.boysandbasementpodcast.com. If you want to listen to us, go there. We're on Facebook as well. We're on Twitter. We're all over the show, and sometimes we're entertaining. And if you want to be on the show, get in touch, because we want lots of new music and acts. Uh, and on that bombshell, we've been the boys. This has been The Basement. You've been the listener. Goodbye! Goodbye!